Hello and welcome to this IBR Extra, a podcast from the Iowa Business Report. I'm Jeff Stein. In the 23rd edition of our program, which aired during the first weekend of June 2020, we talked about Leadership Iowa, a legacy program sponsored by the Iowa Association of Business and Industry Foundation. Jesse McQuery is Director of Programs for the Iowa ABIF, and as I learned when we connected by Zoom on June 4th, this year's class has had to adapt, as all good leaders must learn to do. Leadership Iowa has been a statewide issues awareness program, an opportunity for Iowa leaders from across the state uh, to come together and learn about all of the different issues impacting Iowa and Iowans. We select 40 individuals every year for the program and bring them to eight different communities throughout the year to discuss different issues and meet with community leaders, statewide leaders, to discuss all of these important topics from agriculture and renewable energy to healthcare to education and government and economic development. So they really get to take a deep dive into what's going on in our state and what's important. And they get to make some really valuable connections, some great friendships. And this program, as you said, has a legacy in Iowa. We've we've been around for over 37 years. This is our 38th year, coming up on 39 very quickly. And we're we're just excited and we're excited to keep going and have have a new group with us soon. And I know as someone who's been invited to some of the opening receptions to be introduced to some of these people when you multiply that by eight different communities and then all the people within that class and how the alums have always stuck with each new class. It really has created over the course of four decades a very unique networking opportunity for individuals to truly unify different aspects of the state. Absolutely. We have more than 1,200 Leadership Iowa alums, and they are spread across the state and beyond. So we are just really fortunate to have this really strong and powerful network. In times like these, that is key and important, and they've really come together as well. So we're very fortunate to have some excellent leaders and who have gone on to take what they've learned in Leadership Iowa back to their communities, made some really cool connections or collaborative efforts, even with their other class members or other Leadership Iowa alums. So we're, again, fortunate to have the support of a lot of great people across the state. We have said that leaders have to adapt to changing situations, and this is the firsthand example of that. Obviously, you've not been able to visit all eight communities or have a graduation ceremony. How has the program evolved and adapted in the age of COVID-19? Well, like everyone else is doing today, we've made the pivot to maintain and continue our work in what's really become this completely virtual space, virtual environment. With Leadership Iowa, we quickly turned the corner here in April for to have our first virtual Leadership Iowa session, and it happened to be on the topic of economic development, which was really at the epicenter of a lot of things happening at that time. So again, we, we had some really great alums, we had some great session planners, 
we were meant to be in Council Bluffs and Glenwood at that time. But again, we had some subject trainers who were excited to just jump on board with us. So the class did get a taste of what's happening in Council Bluffs and, and Glenwood and Mills County and those areas. So we were fortunate to still have a little bit of that community component in there mixed in with our statewide work. We are doing so again next week. We've got our final session on healthcare, which is again, another very timely topic and a big industry to be talking about right now. And we were meant to be in Waverly, Iowa. So again, we've, we've got some really great speakers and representation from the community who will be joining us for that discussion as well. We're learning and adapting along with everyone else as leaders should do. That's the ironic thing of it. Of all of the programs that are affected, the one about leadership can have firsthand examples of how you adapt and change. I know for many of the individuals, let's just say someone is based in Dubuque, their opportunity to go to Council Bluffs is limited because of distance, and unless your work takes you there, it's not within your circle of normal travel. And so it's really a great opportunity because if someone signs on to the program, they are going to have a very good reason to spend a couple of days in every corner of the state. And that alone, just being able to interact on site with individuals virtually is fine. But on site, that's even more of a great experience because it just gives you much better understanding of what other people are dealing with. Exactly. That is one of the big components of Leadership Iowa and why it is such a unique experience for our participants is because they truly get to immerse themselves in these communities that they wouldn't have maybe otherwise visited or really didn't know much about before Leadership Iowa. And so with this experience, they're able to interact with the community and the community leaders, find out what they're facing there that may actually be a similar issue that our participants are facing in their own hometown. So they're able to bring some of that insight back in. And again, several have reached back out to our speakers in previous years and collaborated with them or brought them in to speak in their own communities. Going virtual is a little different for us, so it takes some of that away from what we would love to provide. I know a lot of this year's class members are already planning a trip back to the Mills County and Council Bluffs area, and I'm sure they'll do the same for Waverly after we get a glance at the community here next week. So we are, we're really looking forward to hopefully starting back in person again in October with a great lineup of communities for our 2021 program. And I want to talk about the application process for that, but it also occurs to me with regard to the current class. Well, they didn't know how it used to be, and so to some degree, you have the experience you have, and it's not that they didn't know any better or didn't know any different, but it's hard to say that the experience wasn't a maximum experience for them because they've made the most of the current situation And who knows, I I dare say so many of us have become much more tech savvy with all of this virtual communication and and video chats, et cetera. They've developed and grown, but just maybe in a different way than the curriculum originally anticipated. Absolutely. I think it, it goes back to that idea of being a leader and what are those qualities that leaders have? Well, problem solving, flexibility, adaptability, making the most of their situation and taking taking away anything they can from the experience. And I think this class has 
gone above and beyond in order to do that. And I, I just have appreciated their flexibility and grateful for their grace that they've provided us. And I think that's been a big takeaway from this time as well. You appreciate the grace that everyone is allowing at this point as we all learn and shift and try and figure out what this space looks like going forward. The next year's class has not been selected because you can still apply for it. Talk, if you will, Jesse, about the application process, what it is that you look for as you assemble the class, because it's not first come, first serve. You're trying to blend a very unique, disparate group of people into what becomes a collective whole. So talk about the process, if you would, along with the deadlines. Yes, we are currently in our application period for Leadership Iowa 2021, which started on May 15th and will run through June 15th. So applications are due Monday, June 15th by midnight. Uh, we'll get a lot of emails and questions and excitement coming through, which is always good to see, especially given, given the time and what we're all working through right now. Um, we're excited to see that we still have plenty of applications coming in. Every year, we have several more applicants than what we can select in the class. Narrowing it down to the 40 individuals who ultimately participate is not an easy process. So we have a fantastic selection committee uh, who is comprised of Leadership Iowa alumni from all across the state who are passionate about the program and are interested and invested in the individuals who are selected to participate. So with that process, so we, we accept applications, as I mentioned, until June 15th. After that time, we get all of that information out to our selection committee who reviews every application. So it is quite a lengthy process for those who are involved and really what they're looking for with those applications. We do have essay questions that we ask on there that help us to really gain more insight into the applicant and into the individual more than just their title or their background or what industry they're working in. We want to know what their leadership potential is and their interest in being involved in leadership, especially in their community, because we want to know that these individuals are really going to make the most of the Leadership Iowa experience and are hoping to make that change back in their community. So we're looking for leadership potential. We're looking for diversity is a big part of the selection process. For us, that means diverse opinions and backgrounds, industries, locations in Iowa. So all of the ideas that could go into that. We want the best mix and, as you mentioned, blend of a group of Iowans to come together. And it ends up being kind of a a small think tank every year. So we want those diverse opinions and ideas and perspectives to come to these discussions and to come to these sessions and, and get what they can out of it. So we are looking for uniqueness, putting together the best class we can, and somehow it always ends up perfect every year. We tell our applicants, sometimes it does take more than once to apply for the program before they're selected to participate. So we always tell our prospective participants that they will participate when it's their time. And we've seen it time and time again, as cheesy as that may sound, it, it really is true. They end up in the group that they were meant to end up with. I think that's what makes it such a great experience for each individual participant. 
I suppose in a perfect situation when you have the first meeting, you have 40 people in a room and no one knows anybody in the room. In other words, you have 40 total strangers. The only commonality will be that they're participating in this program. And again, by the end of the one-year period, they have built relationships that they could not possibly have achieved otherwise. Absolutely. That is that is ideal, that they come in and they feel a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but it's a level playing field for when you come to Leadership Iowa. A lot of these individuals may come in and they're used to having to be the only voice or the, the main voice in the room or the expert in the room. Well, now they're coming in and they're in a group of 39 other experts, 39 other leaders who are also expected to have those same qualities and characteristics, whether it's in their workplace or within their community. So it levels that playing field out and it's just amazing to see the bonds and the friendships and the connections that form even after night one of Leadership Iowa. Jesse McQuarrie, Director of Programs for the Iowa Association of Business and Industry Foundation. More information about Leadership Iowa and all the Foundation's programs may be found online at iowaabi.org. Click on the ABI Foundation tab at the top of the page. The Iowa Association of Business and Industry is a supporter of the Iowa Business Report radio program and podcast. The Iowa Business Report airs weekly on dozens of radio stations across the state of Iowa, with the podcast posted right here every week, along with additional IBR extras. I'm Jeff Stein for the Iowa Business Report.